I'm Kirby Falk, and this is the Kirby Method Podcast. This is the podcast for former athletes looking for something they love as much as their sport, whether it be a career, hobby, side gig, or new exercise routine. This is the Kirby Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Kirby. Hi team! Today is a particularly exciting day because I'm kicking off the Kirby Method podcast series. And before I jump in, I encourage you to check out coaching and events on kirbymethod.com. You can learn more about the community we've developed and how to join for free. And you can see different resources, courses, ways to learn more. And in fact, right now, I'm taking signups for a Design Your Life 101 workshop pilot. You can head to kirbymethod.com and you can learn more. Sign up if you want to. Just head to the events tab. Okay, so now on to the fun stuff. Today, I'm going to talk about the secret to achieving your goals. Whether it's reducing stress, eating healthier, or finding something you love as much as your sport. And as a Kerbo certified health coach, I've been trained in behavior modification principles and smed, excuse me, and setting smart goals for years. I've worked with many, many people on helping them work towards and achieve their goals, whether that goal is feeling more confident, having more energy, losing weight, sleeping better, feeling less stressed, eating healthier, figuring out their exercise routine. I've helped out with all those things. So my experience, you know, the big question for today is what's the secret to achieving your goals? And the biggest thing, the biggest theme of today is break it down. It's key to break down larger goals into smaller concrete steps. So for example, if you want to eat healthier, you can break that down. How are you going to eat healthier? You could, you know, eat more fruits and vegetables, drink less wine, eat less sugar and processed food. Probably something we as adults all know by now. But what's interesting is that most of us know what we should do to eat healthier. But the bigger challenge is around how we actually make that happen. So how do we actually develop new behavior? How do we create a habit? Another example is, let's say... You want to find something you love as much as your sport once you're done with your sports career. You can break that down. So first of all, I'd say, let's just take the pressure off. Finding something you love as much as your sport doesn't mean you need some new, fancy, perfectly fulfilling career. That something you love doesn't even have to be your career. It could be a hobby, exercise activity, or volunteering. And from there, you can break it down even more. So to find something you love as much as your sport, first you'll need some ideas of things you like to do. Then you'll need to try some of those ideas out. Then you'll learn from those experiences and do more of that thing you tried out or try something new. And it'll all gradually build from there. And what I've learned is that people who make small, actionable steps and they make a actionable game plan for carrying out the desired behavior 
are the ones who set themselves up for success within their environment. And they're much more likely to follow through and successfully complete that behavior. And I'm going to walk through three different examples today on how to achieve your goals. One is around eating healthier. One is around reducing stress. And the third is around finding a hobby or an interest you love as much as your sport. So to jump in, example number one, let's say you want to eat healthier. You want to eat more fruits and vegetables, less wine, less sugar and processed food. So the very first step, let's break that down and just start with one of those things to eat healthier. So let's say we're going to start with eating more fruits and vegetables. Okay, so how are you going to eat more fruits and vegetables? What are some things you could do? Well, you could add fruit to breakfast. You could add veggie, a veggie to lunch. You could have fruit as a snack. You could add more veggies to dinner. A lot of possibilities. So the second step is starting small with any changes increases the chance of actually completing that new behavior, that new change, versus some big, fancy, complicated behavior or goal. So don't try to change everything about your current routine. For example, if you're eating yogurt, flavored yogurt with granola for breakfast, don't say, you know, I'm going to have organic overnight oats with dairy-free milk and no sugar every day for breakfast this week. That's kind of complicated, harder to implement. You aren't really setting yourself up for success. Instead, you could say, Uh, I'm having yogurt with granola for breakfast, and I'm just going to add fruit in there. So what could you add to your yogurt and granola? Sliced banana, blueberries, sliced apple? Pick a fruit that sounds good to you. Blueberries, let's say. Check. Okay, the third step. Think about your game plan, which is about how you're going to try it out this week. How are you actually going to get those blueberries into your yogurt. Do you have blueberries in the house or do you need to go to the store or add them to the grocery list? Then think about any challenges that may prevent you from eating the blueberries and adding them to your yogurt. Those could be things like, I don't have blueberries in the house. The blueberries aren't easy to grab. They're hidden hidden in the pantry. I ran out of time. I forget in the morning when I'm half asleep eating my breakfast. So then you can create a game plan for each of those situations. So you don't have blueberries in the house, go to the store this week. When are you going to go to the store? The blueberries aren't easy to grab. Put them in a place that's eye level, preferably out in the open. Actually, did you know that uh, a lot of research has shown that we consume more of what's at eye level in our fridge, pantries, in the kitchen, and what's out in the open, what we can actually see? So if you're trying to eat healthier, you could have clear containers of uh, fruit out on the table or put fruit in a basket on the kitchen table or put things in the fridge at eye level that you want to consume more of and the things you want to consume less of, hide them away in drawers or better yet, get them out of the house. But okay, getting back to blueberries. So another challenge maybe do you run out of time? So maybe could you bring some around making your breakfast the night before, getting up three minutes earlier in the morning, setting your alarm earlier, 
Or maybe you forget in the morning. So could you put a post-it on the yogurt that says blueberries, make it the night before again, um, put, putting blueberries right next to the yogurt in the fridge maybe. I know this seem, may seem like a lot and really detail-oriented over just adding blueberries to yogurt, but getting into the details and really making a concrete plan that adjusts or accounts for the challenges that may come up is a really effective method in developing new behavior and developing new habits. And once you get the hang of the process, it becomes second nature. And you can also set frequency goals. So how often are you going to do this desired behavior? So how often are you going to add blueberries to your yogurt? Is it one time this week? Is it every time you have yogurt and granola? And then the fourth step is try it this week and reflect. Know that it probably won't go perfectly because nothing usually ever does. (laughs) Take note of what challenges come up, what obstacles come up, what was easy and like what you'd want to try for next time. And then the last step, the fifth step, iterate. That design thinking principle. So the next week you can brainstorm ways to overcome those challenges or obstacles that may have come up and try it again. So for example, let's say blueberries aren't in season and you you actually really had a hard time finding good ones at the store and they didn't taste that good. So maybe you try frozen blueberries this week. Or maybe you just decide that blueberries aren't your thing. Great. Try a different fruit this week. Could be cherries, raspberries, apple instead. Then you gr- you'll gradually build a new habit. So once a week you add blueberries to breakfast, if that goes well and you're feeling it's pretty incorporated into your routine, it could take you know, a couple weeks, month, two months or more, then you could add a second goal. So how about a second serving of veggies at dinner? Then you'd go through the same exercise. So how could you add veggies to dinner? What challenges may come up? How are you going to overcome those challenges or obstacles? Then you try it out. No, it's not gonna go perfectly. Again, because nothing ever does. (laughs) But you're going to learn and observe other challenges that crop up, which is exciting. You're learning. You're learning things. And be patient. Building new behavior, building new habits takes time. And you're not going to get there in one day or even one week. Okay, so for the second example today, we're going to talk about the goal of reducing stress through meditation. So first step, break it down. It's great that meditation was already called out as the, as the way we're trying to reduce stress, but let's go further. Let's say you ultimately want to meditate for 20 minutes a day. So break that down. 20 minutes is a long time to add to your daily routine if, if you're not meditating at all to start. So let's both break that down and the second step, starting small. So start very, very small. Let's say one minute of meditating. You can do anything for one minute, almost anything, right? You can definitely meditate for one minute. That seems much more manageable than 20 minutes. Okay, so we're going to meditate for one minute every day. We can break that down even more. Is this weekdays and weekends, just weekdays to start? I find, especially when building behavior and new habits, we have different routines on weekdays versus weekends. So think about that in your plan when you're making your game plan of of your goal and how it's going to happen. So in this particular instance, we're just going to start with meditating one day, one minute a day on weekdays. Okay, so we have that third step, 
create a game plan for how you're going to try this out this week. How are you going to do this? Brainstorm where and when. Get really, really specific. So I'm going to meditate right when I wake up in, wake up in the morning, sitting on the bed right after my alarm goes off. I'm going to meditate once the train leaves. So when I'm on the train, once the train leaves, I'm going to meditate for one minute. I'm going to meditate right after I clean the dishes and I'm going to sit on the couch after dinner and meditate for one minute. Or maybe it's right before bed in my bedroom, sitting on the bed right after I set my alarm for the next morning. Think really specifically about when you're going to do this. And I'm going to call out, get as specific as possible. So if you chose right before bed in the bedroom, let's say, is I'm going, that's where I'm going to meditate, when this is going to take place. Is this right after you set your alarm for the next morning when you're lying in bed? Is it right after you put on your PJs and then you sit on the bed before you do anything else? Again, be really specific. You can't, you really can't be too specific. <laughs> So in this instance, we'll say I'm going to choose to meditate for one minute right after I set my alarm for the next morning when I'm lying in bed. Okay, so what challenges or obstacles may come up? Mm, things like I may not feel like doing it. I don't set my alarm every night if I'm sleeping in in the morning. Okay, so how could you potentially overcome those challenges or obstacles? I could practice telling myself it's just a minute, it's just an experiment, I have time for a minute. Or I could try setting like a recurrent alarm so I don't need to set it each time. Then the fourth step, try it and reflect. Have fun with this, it's not going to go perfectly. Embrace the failure and note what challenges come up, obstacles come up, and then next week you can brainstorm around those challenges. And I also want to mention, it can be really helpful to have a place to jot down these reflections, these notes. So you could use an old school hardcore or hardcover, could be hardcore too, hardcover journal, which is what I love to use. You could use a notes app on your phone, like Evernote. I use Apple Notes a lot and it, that syncs between devices, which is great. Though I will say some, sometimes nothing beats the feeling of putting actual pen or pencil to paper. And then the last step, figure out your next step in trying it again with learnings applied based on your reflection and findings the first time around. So for example, maybe you noticed that you fall asleep when you meditate at night. So maybe you try meditating at a different time of day, like first thing in the morning this week. Okay, third and last example I'll talk about today. Finding something like a hobby that you love as much as your sport. Now, this is a little bit different than the other two examples I've talked about today, but stay with me. We'll walk through it. First, you'll want to break it down. So you'll need ideas of hobbies or activities that you like to do. To get some good ideas for hobbies and interests, Really encourage you to get in the creative brainstorming mode. I love brainstorming. It can be really fun. So think outside the box. Pretend money is no object. Pretend anything is possible. 
You can get a bunch of post-its or get going on a whiteboard and just go. And did you know that generally our first idea is rarely the best idea? Which is why I love brainstorming. Lots of fun ideas. Some of them are not practical at all, and that's the point. <laughs> Gets you thinking outside the box. Even better yet, you could get a group of friends to brainstorm with you. That can be fun too because you, you um, feed off of each other and your ideas. So you could also do a little, re little research online for some fun hobby ideas to get you going. I won't go into too much detail here, but think about what you love about your sport. Like the community aspect, being around others, the competitiveness, the exercise component, being the expert at something, and see if you can kind of think of hobbies or other activities that have some or most of those aspects or characteristics. Okay, so then you're going to pick a few that speak to you of all, of all your brainstorming. And then take a moment and pick one to try this week. Then the second step, you want to start small by prototyping one of those hobby ideas this week. And side note here is that prototyping is fancy design thinking language for trying it out. Just like meditating and starting with one minute a day or starting with adding blueberries to breakfast and not, you know, some big, fancy, complicated breakfast that's hard to execute. So start small. You want to prototype one of those hobby ideas this week. So we learn by doing. So the third step, come up with a game plan on how you're going to try that, that one hobby idea, that one activity this week. Now, this doesn't mean go quit your job to try out this new hobby. It means find a way to try it out easily this week. For example, kite surfing. You could look up lessons online and book a lesson for this weekend. Or painting. Order the, order the supplies you need on Amazon or go to the art store and then book time with yourself that week to just go do it. Or dancing. You could find a fun dance class and go that week. This is one of my favorite activities, dancing, that I don't do enough. And I'm so not that good, but it's really fun. So <laughs> something you could consider. And then think about what are challenges that may come up that would prevent you from doing this activity this week? How can you overcome those challenges? Very similarly to how we thought about challenges that may come up in trying to meditate for one minute a day or trying to add blueberries to my, you know, breakfast this week. Okay, four step, try it out this week and reflect. So try it. And most importantly, take a few moments to reflect after you complete that activity that week. What did you like? What didn't you like? What would you do differently next time? Where do you want to take it from here? And then that last step, that fifth step, iterate. Or in other words, learn from that experience of trying out the hobby and apply that to next time. Did you like the activity but want to try it out with a friend or in more of a community setting next time? Was it really not what you thought it was going to be and want to try something totally new or something else? 
pick something else on your brainstorm list and make a game plan. Also note, if you're having a hard time following through and doing the activity, use the tool we talked about in the previous two examples. So really dig in and get specific. What is preventing you from doing this activity? Do you feel like you don't have time? Does the studio you're trying to go to not have good class times for your schedule? Does it feel big and you just really just don't know where to start? It feels like a lot of energy to get, to get going on it. If you don't have time, sit down and figure out what to get off your plate so you can do it this week, at, at least just for this week. If that studio schedule doesn't work with yours, is there a different studio you could try or rearrange your schedule just for this week? Don't know where to start. It feels really big. Finding a hobby can sometimes, again, feel really big and sometimes even overwhelming. It can put pressure on ourselves too. Could you maybe find someone else who does this activity and ask them for advice or join them? I encourage you to just start small. Don't have to put pressure on yourself to, to get it right the first time. It's okay to not like what you end up trying. Okay, so to recap, here are the five steps in trying to achieve your goals and create some new behavior. One, you want to break it down. Two, you want to start small. Three, you want a game plan on how you're going to complete the desired behavior or action. And that game plan includes any challenges you may face and how you will overcome those challenges. Four, try it and reflect on what went well and what didn't. And then fifth and finally, incorporate those learnings into figuring out your next step or where you want to take it from here. And there you have it, step by step on how to achieve your goals. I'd love to hear how it goes if you try these, try these things out. Email me anytime about this, anything else, or just to say hello at kirbymethod at gmail.com. Okay, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you.